following podcast is a Jill Divine Media production. Christianity has become known for judgy people, strange words, ancient stories, confusing rules, and a members-only mindset. This is why I stayed away from the church for so long, but it's not supposed to be that way. I'm Jill Devine, a former radio personality with three tattoos, a love for a good tequila, and who's never read the entire Bible. Yet, here I am hosting a podcast about faith. The Normal Goes a Long Way podcast is your home for real conversations with real people using real language about how faith and real life intersect. Welcome to the conversation. Waiting, longing, yearning. The people of God had been promised that a king would come. They had been promised that God was going to send them a Messiah, somebody who would save them and usher in a new kingdom in which they could live. And God had spoken this promise through men and women who were prophets, and the people of God had been waiting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. That's what the beginning of the Christmas story is all about. It's all about waiting. And I don't know about you, but in my life, sure, I've had to wait on things. I have to wait on uh, the next season to come out for my favorite show that I'm binging, or I have to wait to finish uh, a project that I'm doing, or maybe you've had to wait um, to start a family or wait to find the one you love. You've had to wait for things in your lifetime. But The people of God had been waiting for this promise, not just in their lifetime, but for generations and generations and generations. And each generation would pass on this promise that God was going to make this happen. But they did not know when and they did not know how. All they had was this promise and then this long, long, long season of waiting. Well, as Luke is sharing the story of the birth of Jesus, this is where he starts with this season of waiting and not just waiting of God's people, the Jewish people, but also of this intimate story of waiting of a man named Zechariah and his wife, Elizabeth. They had been waiting to have a family. They had wanted to have a child their entire life, and now they were old in years and were unable to see that dream fulfilled, to have that longing come true, to have that season of waiting be over. And yet, this is what Luke tells us happened. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, Zechariah, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord." And of course, Zechariah is probably filled with wonder and filled with awe, but also filled with many questions. And we know this because he asks, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. 
and the angel answers, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. So how does this miniature story of waiting relate to the bigger story of waiting that God's people had been experiencing for generations? Well, it so happens that Elizabeth and Mary, who would be Jesus' mom, were related. We don't know how. We don't know if they were cousins or if um, Elizabeth was the aunt of Mary, but somehow they were related. And this waiting that Zachariah and Elizabeth had been experiencing is like a foreshadow, a foretaste of what was about to happen with God sending the Savior for his people. Finally, it's like God is saying, let me give you a little taste of what is to come in this story, and then we will see it play out in the life of Jesus. So next week, we are going to see how Mary receives the news that she will have a son, not just any son, but God's son, and what she does, how she responds, and how it actually relates back to Elizabeth, who would be the mother of John. As you think about this story today, I want to just encourage you to think about the wonder that Zechariah and Elizabeth must have been feeling. They thought their dream of having a child was gone, was dead. And yet here it is happening. How must have that felt? What must they have been thinking? And wonder about how it affected their life and how something could affect your life today. If you saw a promise or a dream that God had given you suddenly start to become fulfilled ponder that today and we'll pick up again tomorrow with Mary. Be still.